All right, the bye week is past us. John Kajemi, Kim Bocamper here with you. The Audible, the Audible, presented by Sylvester Comprehensive Cancer Center. You know, it's funny because I, I know prior to the game uh, against San Diego, um, a lot of people were going, hey, do you think it's too early for a bye week? John, I, I think the bye week couldn't have come at a better time for, for this football team, what they've been through, where they're at right now. It was a tough training camp. Then you come in and you play, you play arguably for the best teams Playoff that, that teams the National Football League has to yeah. offer uh, and offenses that are just you know, just dynamite-type offenses. Uh, I, I think this was a good week for them to, to, to get away from the game a little bit, you know, clear their minds, you know, put football behind them, and then come back. And, and, I, and you know, talking to, to some of the coaches, I, I feel like they, they came back energized. Yeah. You know, they, they, they got you – you always you – know, it's funny. You think of, of a week off where they – Probably got what four days off. Yeah, which is which, Thursday to Sunday. Usually. And, and you think I remember those days because we used to play every now and then we'd play a Thursday game late in the season, mm-hmm. and you didn't like them because they were Thursday, but you loved them because you had four days off. Right. And when and when that game's over, you go, man, we got four days off. It seems like a month. And then all of a sudden you blink your eye and you're coming back. Oh, geez, that didn't last very long. Right? <laughs> it's Sunday and you're going, I gotta go back to work. I gotta work go back tomorrow. to work tomorrow. Yeah, that sucks. But no, you're right. Yeah. I think that the timing of the bye week, especially the way the season started, I could see teams that, you know, if you start out on a roll and you and you feel like you got a yep. really good team and you, and you win a couple games, you start stringing them together. You may not play your best, but you find a way to win, and then you get on a roll. You really don't want that yep. bye week to come. But for the Miami Dolphins, you know, coming out and struggling mightily on in, in all three phases, you you have to find a way to kind of like put the brakes on, recharge, re-energize, flush yourself of all that bad energy, and come back and say, hey, we just need to win one game. Yeah, you know, let's put one good day of practice practice together on Wednesday and Thursday, get ready on Friday, clean everything up and get ready for Sunday against a team that, you know, might be struggling even more than you, yeah. you know, uh, they're a winless team are the Washington Redskins coming in a hard rock stadium. Uh, they really don't have a quarterback. They just fired their head coach. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of stuff that's disjointed in terms well, they're, of, they're, they're a team in turmoil. Yeah. Right now. Big time. Yes. I, I think so. And, and you've got a team in the Miami Dolphins that, you know, you've got Josh Rosen now making, you know, a couple of starts under his belt, trying to get a semblance of what he does mm-hmm. well as a quarterback in terms of what's in the offense, what you want to steer away from in, in play calling, what you want to gear yourself mm-hmm. towards. And on defense, you know, are you finding a way to affect a quarterback that, you know, if it's Case Keenum that starts the football game, he's thrown, you know, four interceptions in the four games that he yep. has played one, you know, two in one game and a couple in the others. Um, they really don't have anything to hang their hat on in terms of what they do well. Mm-hmm. Um, so so you've got a, you got a feeling that if you can get out to an early start, you can get out to a fast start and get out on a team that is, you know, lost five games in yep. a row, you, you may have a chance to win uh, at home at Hard Rock Stadium. And, and I'm sure these guys are just – Itching for a win, you know, have yeah. some type of success to build on, and hopefully, it well, comes well I, I would, I would like to see him get a win, John, just to get some joy in that locker room. Yeah, you know, just, just, just be able, you know, that 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 I always say, you know, the the thing I miss most about not playing football is that experience in the locker room, and I don't like it when I go in the locker room after games now when they lose because it's 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 just miserable sucked. because I because I, I know how it felt yeah when you're in the locker room, and I don't like going in the locker room when they win. Because all I see is guys, and I'm going. I don't get to do that I, I anymore. I want to celebrate too. I, I don't get to yeah. do that anymore. Yeah. I, I want to be, you know. That, that's Part what the, that's what the payoff is. The payoff. Yeah. It's funny because you you work all week, you work all week, 
And the payoff is that that 10 minutes when After you walk the, in yeah, when you walk yeah. in the locker room for that first 10 minutes it, 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 there's there's no feeling better than that. There's and I no want these, greater joy. And I want these guys yeah. to the way they've worked out. I want these guys to have that feeling at least once twice in this season if it doesn't doesn't cost them draft picks, you know what Right, I mean? right. Yeah. There's no greater joy as a professional athlete yeah. or any type of athlete no matter what level you're playing in is if you come into a locker room, you come in after a game, and you get to celebrate with the guys that you worked with all yeah. week, you know, things that you were, you know, trying to improve on, little points, and hey, if we do this, you know, this is the play we're going to call, and if this works out on this blitz, or I'm going to pick this guy, or I'm going to do this to have success, and it works, uh, you know, hugging a guy after a game, yeah. or high-fiving a guy after a game, or giving that guy a look to go, you know what, that I'm glad we did that yeah. during the week, or I'm glad that we made this adjustment in-game, because it sure did help us win this football yeah, game. Yeah, no, no doubt. So we, we'll see that. We'll see if that happens. One of the other things that happened this week is uh, Coach Flores came out and basically said, hey, Rosen is the guy for the Reds. No more guessing games. Hey, is, he has, if he has a bad game, are they going to put uh, uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick right. back in? Basically said, hey, it's your, it's your, it's your team. Uh, run with it uh, for the rest of the season. And I think that's, that's got to – first of all, it's got to feel – for Josh, it's, it's, it's got to be an accomplishment because – you know, after after you know waiting his turn, you know first couple games not getting in there, and then getting the opportunity, and then being said, hey, you're the guy the rest of the year. Um, it's got to feel good for him. It's got to be a sense of accomplishment. Yeah. That because they didn't give him the job, he, he went out and he, he earned the job. Well, I remember talking, you know, all all during the summer when we were doing the show and. We were saying, you know, what is it? Is it going to be after the bye week that they kind of turn it over if, if the team is 1-3 and three or 0-4 oh or whatever? Or is it going to be, you know, at the halfway point, when do you think they're going to turn over the reins to Josh Rosen and it's going to be his team to see if he can sink or swim and if he's the quarterback of the future? Well, we all know now how that worked out. It was week three. Yep. And, and for, you know, for the remainder of the season, it's going to be his team. It's going to be his offense. It's going to be his opportunity to go out and make a statement, not only to try to to win games for the Miami Dolphins, but to win over this coaching staff to mm-hmm. let them know that, hey, you may be talking about drafting a quarterback in the future, and that still might happen no matter how yep. good uh, Josh Rosen plays, but at least he has 12 more games that he's guaranteed uh, you know, to go out and say – stake a claim on something, yeah. you know, to put to put his best football out on film and to say to, to Coach Flores, you can go draft somebody, but I, I feel like I'm yeah. the quarterback of this team. At least he has that opportunity yeah. now uh, over a bigger body of work than maybe I would have thought in July or, yeah. or in August because of the way the team has started. Well, I, I think there's also the, the – it, it brings into play – I think they're going to take a quarterback regardless. Regardless, yes, I do too. And 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 so, but it brings into play the idea of like the the Patrick Mahomes situation when Alex Smith was in Kansas City. Alex was a good quarterback, had him win and get him, get him in the playoffs, and yeah, doing this and that. So you, you sit Mahomes behind him for a couple of years, and then then he gets his opportunity. And and it would be a, it'd be a situation like that where if that's the way it plays out, you know, the Dolphins have a guy that's that's, that's been here, that's done it. But if they have Two quarters. Two the other, young guys. The other thing I go back to is I, I go back and look up in New England. You know, when you got Tom Brady, they got Garoppolo, they got Brissett, and and so so you know you see that you see that um, uh, that Brady's going to play a couple more years, and these guys are going to be sitting. So they deal them. You deal you deal Garoppolo the 49ers, you get picks. You deal Brissett to Indianapolis, you get picks, and you still got your 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 franchise guy right. out there. But you've used those chips and cashed them in. Because you know they're just going to be sitting here, and and it it kind of puts you in a situation this way, 
for the Dolphins, where where if, if if whoever it is that they draft, if he comes in as a starter, well, you got a backup quarterback in there that's played a lot of football that you feel pretty good about. That that if indeed this guy falters or gets hurt, you feel good about pretty good about the and depth he, you've got and in that he's spot. Twenty two years old. Yes, you know that that's the good thing. You're going to draft a guy that might be a, a year younger than yes. where Josh Rosen is going to be. So you you've got instant competition number one at a position where you're going to have two top uh, what it two top ten picks yep. uh, from from their respective draft draft classes and you've got instant competition and you've got two guys that you feel confident in. Yep. So I, I think it's a it's a, a winning situation for the Dolphins if Josh Rosen plays good football over the next month and a half to two months and he's able to not create doubt in in the minds of who the Dolphins are going to draft. They're going to draft a quarterback, but it's going to build strength at a position that you need to have strength in in the National Football League, no matter if he's the starter or if he's the backup come 2020, 2021. At, At least you have youth. You have experience and you have production. At least you're hoping for good production over the next 12 weeks. The, the question with Rosen to me is evaluating, giving, because I've had a, people, a lot of people ask me this over the last couple of weeks, evaluating Rosen. Is he going to be the guy? It, it's, 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 it's a difficult thing to do. I think you've got to pick and choose how you evaluate yes. Josh Rosen because there are, there are deficiencies on this team that have nothing to do with him, the, well, this the, the, the might changes be the, changes in the offensive line might be the fifth different starting offensive yeah, exactly, line yep. we'll see in five games. Yeah, no doubt. So, so you got you got that issue, and and John, and, I, and I'm not taking a shot at anybody, but even even if you have the five guys are going to start with this week, play for the next four weeks, they're they're still not the level of where the, you want to be. Most teams in the National Football right. League, maybe not any team. In the National Football League, so you know your evaluation of Josh Rosen, you've got to temper it by he throws an interception. Well, he threw an interception because the guy's wrapped around <laughs> his leg, and 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 you know and and it and it caused him to right. to pull the ball. Or, There's or, a or, different evaluation. Yeah, you you're evaluating the quarterback, but you're evaluating. Hey, is he processing things yeah. that we've worked on? Is he throwing the football away, or is he taking a sack when he needed to? Yeah. Is he pushing the ball down the field when he should? You know, did he see the the mismatch here? Yeah. Um, is he getting out of a play that was a bad play into a good play? Is he ID in the mic so we have a big guy on a big guy, and it mm-hmm. wasn't his fault that he got sacked. Those are the types of evaluations I think that Chad O'Shea and, and Coach Flores and, and that entire offensive staff, I think that's where you break it down. Yeah. The other thing is, kind of going into this, you know, it's the quarter of the season's over, um, you know, you, you keep saying, well, half, you know, there's still more than half of the right. season to go, but you know, you're still trying to find that running back combination. You know, Kalen Balaj has been a little disappointing. Numbers aren't there. Two drop balls. One leads to a pick six. Other one, other one puts you in a situation where you would you would have picked up a first down and, and kept a drive going. Um, you you've got you you you've got Jakeem having a case of the drops. You know, your receivers aren't catching the ball the way you, way you thought they they were. Um, and you know, so now, like running back wise, you're looking at Mark Walton get a little more. He did a good Absolutely. job, in, uh, you know, in the Creating last game. Creating opportunities, yeah, for get, giving him an opportunity. Kenyon Drake did some good things. Yes, you hope he you did. see more. So you, you're starting to see some flashes out of this offense. It's continuity that 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 they need to get, and in, in, in particular on that offensive line. But then even 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 there, even when those guys protect your quarterback. Your receivers got to catch the ball. Yeah, there's you, you been can't, too many drops been, over the first I think, four I think weeks. they've had. I think there was 
12, there, there had to be 12, that'd be 24 drops in this, so far this season. Kind of a, to me, a conservative calculation. I know there was two games where there were six, maybe one was six, one was seven. Then they had three or four, you know, so it's it's a big it's number. It's in the teens, it's for sure. It's a big number, yeah. yeah. And, and I think you're right about the, you know, you look at the running backs and it's the same part. It all stems from consistency at the offensive line. Yeah. Uh, there's things you can control, there's things you can't. I thought Kenyon did a really good job the last time out running the football, finding lanes, finding daylight, uh, looking for uh, some explosive plays on the perimeter. But, uh, you know, the thing that's been disappointing is I thought we'd get more out of, out of Balazs in terms of mm-hmm. being able to to run the football, you know, let alone the drops that he's had from the running back position. I thought we'd see a little bit more, um, you know, hammer it in there yeah. for four or five when, when it's there and, and not getting tackled behind a line of scrimmage. Now, outside, I think Williams has been a, a pleasant surprise mm-hmm. in terms of leading the team in receptions. I thought Devontae's done a pretty good job of going up and battling for footballs. But you're missing Jakeem Grant and Albert Wilson yeah. in this offense due to injury, due to drops, due to lack of ability, uh, uh, availability. Yeah. And whether we're going to be able to see that tandem on the field against the Redskins, I hope that both of these guys are now healthy, that they get their opportunities, because I think that'll make it easier on Josh Rosen to throw that three-yard hitch, that five-yard under, and you get a guy with speed going out the back end, and now you've got a 25-yard gain. Those explosive plays haven't been there from those two guys, and if you look back at the last couple of seasons, or at least last year, those plays were made available with those guys early in the season. You get those uh, cheap throws that turn into long handoffs that are that are tw- you know plus twenty plays yep. that add up that that get your defense in better spots that get your field goal team in better spots that get your kicking and punting teams uh, have the advantage instead of punting out of our own end zone. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's, there's a lot of things that have to work out there with these guys offensively, defensively. John, I, there's. You know, there, there's you see some good things. You know, I, I think that linebackers are playing well. I, I think you know, your X is doing. You know, he had that one game in Dallas where, you know, tough matchup, and and, and he rebounded. Yeah, just, yeah he rebounded. Re- rebounded from that. You see that. Uh, Bobby McCain should be back this week. You're getting guy. The other thing about the bye week is you're getting you get some guys healthy and yeah. and coming back to the lineup. Bobby McCain should be back. Albert, Albert Wilson should be Jakeem back. Will be hundred uh, percent. Yeah, Jakeem, and and so that, that that should help you. But on the defensive side of the football. Uh, they're getting better. You know, the the one thing they're lacking in, in my mind when I look at it in a big way is a traditional pass rushing defensive end. Now they go out and they get Taco Charlton, and he comes in and after his first game, he's tied for the lead in sacks with the football team. And, you know, he took after the lead games, after two, and games. then after two games, he, he took the lead, and and so he's provided a, a little bit of a boost there. Now he's got to get acclimated to. The, the running game and the way they're right. playing the running game right. a little different than what he had in, in Dallas. But I think, you know, here here's a guy, another former first-round draft pick <clears throat> that comes over and shows you the skill that he's got, at least rushing the passer. But, boy, you're not getting anything else from, from, that, him. from that opposite him or even inside if, of if him. he's out of the game. Yeah, and, and I, I think to create that pass rush and that link between the pass rush and the coverage and how long they have to stay in coverage in a secondary, you have to have either his presence stay consistent, yeah. but you need someone opposite him to be able to close that net, to close yeah. that gap. Because, you know, we have, I don't think we've mentioned Charles Harris's name in and around the quarterback, right. <coughs> excuse me, through four games. And you need that, especially when you've got a guy that seems like he's turning the yeah. corner. You've got a guy that seems like he can press that offensive tackle into the quarterback. So, 
if that happens, that that guy playing defensive tackle, whether it's Christian Wilkins or if it's John Jenkins or Scott Chow, somebody pushing from in the middle gets closer to the quarterback that way. But the the other thing, too, that goes along with it, John, is if if your defensive ends – you know, you, you you watch. You know, you 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 look what the Dolphins did with um, with uh, Joey Boza and, um, and and Melvin Ingram. Although he got hurt early in the game and w- was out, but you know they were keeping too tight. They were they were playing max protection. They were extending the line. They're, of yeah, scrimmage. they were extending the line of scrimmage. Two tight ends on one side, another side, and, and and you know, and and that affects your offense. Flip side for the for the Dolphins because. If you don't you don't have anybody in the defensive end, if you don't have any outside rushers, defensive end linebackers that are that are creating problems, then you just man on man them. And then and that allows, Everybody's that, out. Then that allows help in the inside. Yeah. You know, for your two guys inside. Yeah, the guards are on you're, a swivel. You're, you're one on one outside, yeah. you're three on two inside. Right. And if you keep a back in, you're two on two inside. And you and you think when you talk about lack of production or or the production from the tackle position was well, tough for them because because they got a lot of bodies. They got in a lot there. of bodies in yeah. there, and, and 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 you know, you know, saw guys kicking out. I watched the game the other night with uh, with Nick Bows and guys are, you know, they got backside guards coming out to help. They're, right. they're they're doing everything they can. Well, you know, for the with the Dolphins, there's not that necessity. Yeah, there's not a one on one matchup because you're worried about x you right. know, x outside or y on the other side. Yeah. So it, so it, it makes a logjam in the middle. But speaking of pass rush, I got a, caught up with. Uh, Taco Charlton, who's kind of been in a whirlwind. The bye week was good for him because I think he had a chance to go in and, and I think he he left without get his stuff. I think he had clothes still in the he had some some clothes still in the washing machine in his house that, that he had that to put was in, quick that, he, that he, had, he had to put in the dryer. He said he, was, he, he said he was here in, in I think three days after the after the move. He was he was here on the practice field, so he didn't have much time to uh, to to clean up. But anyway, I got a chance to talk to Taco and we hear what he had to say. All right, here with Taco Charlton and the Taco. The first thing I, I gotta I gotta get to is is Taco. Where where, where did that come from? Um, thank my grandma for that one. Uh, her and my mother came up with that name before I was born. Um, my mom was in the hospital. That was something they thought of, uh, and they actually, you know, when I came out, they kept to it, and uh, that was my. No, they weren't having any cocktails or anything while while that came up. Did they they? Was, they wasn't. They wasn't. <laughs> it was heavily planned. It was planned out for a little bit, thought about yeah. for a little while, and uh, like I said, I ended up with the name Taco, and it, and it just stuck. Well, you know what? It, it, to me, it's a good. It's it's a little bit of a marketing deal. You know, it's, it's a name that people don't forget, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I always told my I, was, I always told my grandma that one time they hear they hear it once, they never forget it. So yeah. uh, that's the one, one thing I can thank her for. for All right, so so you been here for a couple weeks now a couple games a couple sacks which is is good for you um how's your experience been and, and how tough is it to change teams in the middle of the season and come in and get acclimated and you, you weren't here for very long you, you were here for about half a week and then you jump in and and go back to Dallas and, and, and line up uh yeah I mean it, it was it was tough at first just because uh we just the difference of defenses um you know going from a, a 4-3 you know defense to the uh, you know the defense we have here is uh it, it was a it was a difference for me and so just learning that playbook and getting comfortable enough so I could play fast again so the longer I, I stay here the longer I'm here the more I learn this defense the faster I can play I think is the you'll see you know better results on the field no he says the defensive end there's really only there's only three things so you, you only go three ways on any play 
straight left or right and you don't want to go back right so, yeah yeah so <laughs> well the big difference here is i'm dropping back in coverage yeah, so that's yeah. something i never did it oh I, w- I did a little bit in dallas but very uh very very little and uh now is i gotta make that more of my game so just getting real comfortable with that and uh and then getting you know rushing the pass yeah. or something I, you know i love doing it well, you, yeah, you, you line up out there and, and and you know what to do and there, there's there's one thing to do and, and you do it and you do it you do it well H- how were you were you excited to leave dallas you're disappointed in leaving Dallas and and moving forward, um, I, I think to, I thank God for my time in Dallas. I did. I learned a lot. I learned mm-hmm. a lot. It was uh, you know I was a young player coming in. And I got to learn behind some great players, so they taught me a lot. But um, I, you know I'm here with a, with a, with some great players and and, and, and some more great coaches, uh, you know who want to coach me, who want to who want to you know who wanna, who want me out there on that field and uh, to make plays. And so I just love that just to be here. Like I said, for some great coaches that been wanting to coach me for a while now, and um, you know just having that excitement to yeah. be coached. And um, you know I love working so. Um, when we on that practice foot, it's all love. Well, this team really is in need of uh, a pressure on the edge coming from the defensive end. You provide it right off the bat uh, when you when you get the when you get the chance to play against Dallas in Dallas. Not long after me, you probably still had your your stuff in your own apartment still there. I'd imagine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely still got. Like I said, I have what three hours to pack up some stuff and head to here, and then uh, head right back to Dallas, and then you know uh, over the bye week, yeah. I was able to go back home and get some more stuff packed up. But uh, like I said, it's been a been a whirlwind, a busy last month. But uh, like I said, I'm excited, excited to be here, excited to start you know building with this team and and see where you know where we could take things. How did it feel to get a sack uh, in your first return to Dallas? Uh, it felt good. It felt. Yeah. Good. I mean, I wanted to be cleaner, and yeah. I missed one before, so I was kind of more sick about the one I missed. I broke through the middle and had Dak right there and missed it, so I was kind of sick about that one more than anything. But um, I was excited to get that, get get off to a good start, and then, uh, like I said, get one last game. Just keep that keep that going. Just build off of that. Like I said, uh, the more I learn in this defense, the faster I'm able to play, and uh, I can get back to rushing that passer fast and you know getting back to it. How are you? How are you feeling about getting back getting back into coverage? That's a that's a different area out there. That's a different oh, yeah. when you start getting six, seven, eight yards off the line of scrimmage and things are moving around back there. It's a little different than what you're used to seeing at the line of scrimmage. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm getting real comfortable at it now. It took a little bit, but I'm getting comfortable at it, getting comfortable in the drops, knowing where I need to drop to. Um, and, that, and that was the biggest thing, just knowing where to drop to, knowing what the coverage is and stuff like that. But as I've been here and you know, the bye week, I was able to learn more and look at things. So the more I'm uh, the more here, the more film I'm able to watch and ask questions and uh, pick up on this defense and and, uh, and uh, be able to, you know, like I said, get more comfortable out there than, you know, rushing the pass. So that's that's fun. That's fun. At any other point in your career, had you uh, had you dropped back? Had you covered? Uh, yeah, we covered a little bit, you know, uh, in Dallas, not much, but some of our blitzes stuff, we his did drop back. Yeah, zone blitzes, yeah. stuff like that. So it wasn't uh, as much as here, but um, like I said, uh, the longer I stay here, the more I get comfortable. So I feel good out there uh, dropping back now. And uh, like I said, as it, as it progresses, the better I'm going to feel. You know, we talked a little bit about edge rushers, defensive ends, and uh, you know, they used to just be guys in the teams. Now, now they're such an important factor in, on a football team uh, when it comes to – because it's become such a passing game and rushing the passers become – such an important factor in that, both to help guys in the back get a little get get some turnovers, and plus uh, plus you know uh, put the pressure on the quarterback, and not hit, let him be comfortable. Do you like being in that aspect of the game where it, you, where you know that position? Is so important. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, it's like I, I just love the game of pass rushing. Pass rushing is an art out there. Yeah. Um, you playing a chess match with with the guy you're going against, uh, setting them up, doing different things. Uh, like I said, y'all going back and forth, uh, throwing, throwing, having a big chess match. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, I love having that. Love the competitive aspect of that. And just you know, like I said, me versus you, who's better? And uh, 
and, and getting a chance to get after the passer. And uh, that's why I'm happy I'm here and I get a, a more of a chance, a better of a chance to, you know, to get after the passer and uh, help this team out and help the DBs out. Like I said, we, we help each other out. You know, the longer they cover, the more time we get and the faster we get, they throw something up, the DBs get something. So we help each other out and uh, we, but we all can have some fun. You've got you can you can get whatever kind of cut cut ups you want or tapes wise in these days. Do, do you ever watch some defensive ends? Just see what they're doing. Look at different things that they're doing to to get to the quarterback and trying to see if there's something you can add to your repertoire. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I'm a big student of the game. So uh, from the off season, the way I train to you know during the season, uh, or just even watching you know. You know, it's a difference when you was a kid watching Sunday Night Football or Monday Night Football to watch it now. I'm just looking at, you know, offensive lineman or D-lineman now and seeing what they do. So that's really the big difference now, just being a student in the game and just, uh, like I said, looking at guys. I mean, I was blessed to be behind DeMarcus in Dallas mm-hmm. so I could learn a lot of his stuff. Um, I grew up behind Frank Clark in, at Michigan, so I was able yep. to learn a lot of stuff he did. You know, he had a great, you know, past couple of years with Seattle, now with Kansas City. So, and just looking up guys like that to, uh, you know, put up some great tape, put up some great numbers, but also have just great film. And then just look at guys who have my same body mode, yep. long, lanky, can use their arm length, uh, fast twitch. So, guys like that who I can just mirror. And everybody, I always tell people that everybody's body moves different. So, you yep. can't, you know, do the same exact thing they do, exactly how they do it, but you make it fit your body and the way you move and it can still be successful. You talk about Michigan. Um, you're from Ohio. Mm-hmm. Columbus, Ohio. Columbus, Ohio. You go to Michigan. Do you lose friends in Columbus, Ohio when you went to Michigan? Nah, that's home. <laughs> that's home. Columbus, Ohio. Uh, I love I love my city. I love where I come from. Uh, I give back, like I said, as much as I can from book bag drives, the cleat drives to the kids and uh, everything like that. So I love the, the city of Columbus, Ohio. But, uh, you know, I love Michigan to uh, go blue forever. Um, you know, that's lifelong memories, lifelong friends. And um, like I said, I wouldn't change it uh, for anything. So it ended up turning out great for me and, you know, good good to go in from there. So so did you know, uh, did, had you met Mr. Ross when you were in Michigan? Uh, yeah, I got a chance to meet him yeah. once before. And then, of course, like I said, you at Michigan, you know who Mr. Ross yeah. is. You you know, you go to the business building, you know, you yeah. know everything like that. So, uh, you, like I said, you, you go to Michigan, you're going to know who Mr. Ross is. And uh, so it was nice to, you know, to come here. And, like I said, you plan playing for a Michigan man again. Yeah, have you have you had a chance to talk to him here? I did get a chance yeah. to after I got here. I got a chance to, uh, you know, uh, introduce myself and everything like that again. And uh, like I said, it's always nice to be be having Michigan. Yeah, the big uh, tradition, alumni all over the place, and uh, got got to be a got to be a pretty good deal for you. How, how you like living in in South Florida for this brief time? A little bit of change, a little bit of change from Dallas. Dallas is a Dallas is a great city. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah, this yeah. is a little different atmosphere. A little different uh, lifestyle down here. Oh yeah, it's a lot different. Like I said, I love Dallas. Um, like I said, I love Dallas. Love the city. They embrace me definitely. So it's always going to be love there with the with the city of Dallas. But uh, like I said, I'm excited to be here in Miami. Um, excited to see this city and uh, and get used to it. Uh, like I said, I've been dealing with so much football stuff. <laughs> I ain't even really been able to really see much of the city as much. Uh, but like I said, uh, right now I'm just trying to lock in and, and really just handle this first and then enjoy the enjoy the Florida uh, summer. Like you said, you you came here. You have your first game back in in in, uh, in Dallas and you come back here for a, for a home game you have a hard time finding the stadium uh, real talk it was a hard time finding how to get in uh, <laughs> I, it wasn't hard it wasn't hard finding it just yeah. finding where the players park at and everything like that was a big difference for me uh, like I said just uh, getting that familiarity uh, down and uh, you know learning what to yeah. do and everything like that here Matakos good to have you man appreciate you stopping by and uh, best of luck for the rest of the season stay healthy my man thank you thank, thank you, you. Yeah, so Taco comes in, and, and look, I, I, I like what I've seen in him. Um, 
he, like I said, he's getting used to the, the the scheme, the different different situation, and I think he he like like everyone else has been lining up a defensive end. They, they've got to get a little better at getting up field, and and you know get turn the people have been breaching the perimeter too much. You know, you, once you get outside, that's that's big play. Got yeah. big, big play written all over it. You got to get them upfield, and you got to force them back to the. I always said, Calvary's coming from the inside, right? And I come from the outside. You come from the inside. Get up and force that running back, uh, or that that you know that 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 wide receiver that's running a, a run jet a, a, a sweep, a sweep or, whatever or whatever it is. Force them back inside to where the bodies are at, and, and that's how you win on 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 the run game on the defensive side of the ball. I think Taco's only going to get better. I think you know? so. I do. I, I really do. And it's funny because. You know, for for some reason, you get such a high draft choice, and he doesn't work out somewhere, and you, all of a sudden you get a new new environment, a new scenery, and normally it's guys that are leaving us and going yeah. somewhere else. But you know, hopefully the taco's the guy for us now that becomes a, a consistent, steady pass rushing specialist, and and if he can build into that other aspect of stopping the run and being you know good on the perimeter, setting the edge and getting everything coming yeah. to the inside and getting to know the scheme on, on, of this defense and what his responsibilities are, boy, you might have a find there. Yeah. You know, you might have a guy that, that can play for a number of years for you that was just didn't work out in Dallas for, for one reason or another that comes to this football team that are looking for somebody to, to apply pressure to the pocket to an opposing quarterback and not only apply pressure but take him down. Yeah. You know, this guy's gotten home – Twice, and he hasn't had that many opportunities, yeah. you know, to get home when he when he's cut free or he's been able to to get away from a, an offensive tackle. Well, I tell you, I watched some games this weekend during the bye week, and and man, I, I don't know how you play defense in this league anymore, John. I mean, you know, I watched defensive, I watched pass rushers come in and 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 take a quarterback down as gingerly as as I've seen. And still get called. I know it for roughing. I the saw guy, the Steelers and then well, the, Steelers the, guy the hits Baltimore. him right in the waist. Yeah, right. Quarterback's going down backwards, so he slides down the legs. Boom! You're on his legs. Call the penalty, right. and, and and it didn't affect his legs at all. He hit him in the waist, and, and that affects the game, the outcome of the yeah. game. Yeah, and, and then you go on and on. And, and John, I I just you know to me, I, the when I watch the more games I watch, I, I just the penalties, the disruption of the flow of the game, the 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 timeouts to for replays, and they still don't get it right. Right. I, I mean, it, it's um. Well, they've got to, they, this league has to figure something out with you that. You know, it's I funny mean, too, Bo, that certain quarterbacks, you know, you you get you touch a, a quarterback that has Hall of Fame pedigree yeah, anywhere around anywhere. the neck yeah. or head area, it's a it's a penalty. I saw Dak get hit across yes. the helmet uh, the other day playing the Packers, yeah. and it's not even a foul. Not I'm a call, looking yeah. around, and he's looking around, going, "Wait yeah. a minute, I just got slapped in the head." Yeah, isn't that a, a penalty? Yeah, you know, maybe you know, 15, 20 years ago it wasn't, but it sure is now. Yeah, and and they miss it. Yeah, and it's it, and it takes the offense off the field. Yeah, well, I mean, I I, I saw a bunch of plays. It's, you know, what's funny now. What's funny about the league, or funny about TV in the league? You know, they've had uh, they've had officials in the booth now for a few years. Right. I don't know how many years it's been. I say two or three. It's probably been probably five. Probably five or six. Yeah, yeah, something like that. But and and what they used to do is they would just kind of give you the they would give you the, the company line. Well, you know, if he's in the grasp the then then you gotta call it this now they're now they're saying no. You know, they're going, no, you know, I I, I see that and I see the same thing you I don't that shouldn't have been a penalty. Or, or they they missed out when they so they're, they're be now they're there's kind know, of voicing their opinion they're, they're a little stronger. Opinion, it's which, not it's not going with the company line. Well, anymore, yeah, and right? I, I think I I I'd imagine that the TV 
producer, the people in charge. Well, you have to. Say, hey, look, you know, if you're going to just give us a company line, we don't need you. You're seeing we it We need at you home. to give us your opinion. Was it a good call or was it a bad call? Right. Guys are at home with an 80-inch TV yeah. screen looking at it going, I can see it clear as day. Yeah. If they can't see that in the monitor and yeah. they've got it, they can run it back and they've got 26 cameras yeah. on every game, you can definitely see and get an angle where you can make a definitive call from the booth. Yeah, but I, I just, I don't know, Johnny. It just... You know, it, it, and and I'm not I'm not nitpicking on the rules. They've done the rule, but they've made the the they continue to add rules. It's a little knee jerk situation. The, the situation with 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 the with the Rams and, and New Orleans. You know that that penalty. Everyone everyone knew it was a penalty. So it, it, hey, oh, it happened, but now you got to change everything. Right now, now everything's got to change. And nothing and, could change that call. No, no, and it's knee jerk, and, and 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 so all they do is put more pressure on those officials who are already overloaded with things that they've got to watch out there. And it's it just, so you get flags flying all over the place and then you get reviews and, and then you've got challenges. Yeah. And, you, and you it's know. just, boy, it, it just, it, it just, it's me, hard. It's hard to watch. A certain it game. Now it's a pleasure <clears throat> when you get a game that doesn't have any controversy yep. and, and is, uh, you know, stirs, steers away from all those negative things we just yep. talked about. It's because now you get a little bit more flow yeah. and you get a little bit yeah. more uh, as a fan, you can watch it and go, you don't have to worry about yeah. it. But as a fan now, I've got time to, I can go to get a, a beer in yeah. the fridge. I can go, I can go to Publix. Yeah, right, exactly, yeah. By the time they figure yeah. out what the call is. I got to I mean, go it's... get some pita bread. I'll be back. <laughs> I'll be back before they get done yeah, with this. You're going to have another call in two minutes. <laughs> yeah, so it's right. okay. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. But I tell you what, I do like watching the games and, and it's funny because I feel like I overloaded this weekend because normally I see one game. I see the Dolphin game. Maybe I see a little the bit late of late Sunday night. Maybe game. late Sunday night right. game. A little, if it's a home game, if it's a road game, we're flying, so you don't see yeah. that. And usually by the time Monday rolls around, I really I'm don't done. care. I'm done. I've had I've had enough of it. But but I've been watching more now. <clears throat> and what I do like about the game now is, well, you really get to see the athletic ability of some of these guys, you know, because because some of the big hits, especially in the secondary. Receivers and some of those big, some yeah. of those crushing hits where guys are they're short arm it, you know. And now, now they're just going for it right. because they know they're not going to get hammered as much as they used to. So you really start to see the athleticism of both the receivers and the defensive backs. Who to me are, are are the best athletes on the field. Those two those two positions. Yeah, you know what? It's funny because it's rare that you see uh, the hit that that Alan Hearns had yeah. uh, against the Cowboys. You, m- most of it, it's it's calisthenics, you know, acrobatics, calisthenics yeah. in the air. You know, everybody's going up to make a play on the football, yeah. and and you get so much throwing that the I guess the the spotlight or, or the magnifying glass is on that those two positions, yeah. the corners and and the wideouts or or the slots and the nickel yeah. or the you know the safety coming you know coming from center field and making a play outside the hash or outside the numbers on a on a ball that's a 50 yeah. 50 opportunity yeah th- those are I think those plays really accentuate the type of athlete that you have playing both of those positions yeah, yeah it, it was uh, it was fun I enjoyed enjoyed watching and in the penalties is just to look. I'm I'm an old guy, and 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 that's kind of my pet peeve. So I'm I'm a probably have that with me until until I get well, stuck in the ground. Just here, wait you know? two more years, and you'll change the rules well, a little two, more. Two more years, I may be in the ground by then. <laughs> nah, so, you know, I got confidence yeah, in okay. you both. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, we got the Redskins coming to town. Washington comes into town, and we talk about they're they're in turmoil. Uh, you know, Jay Gruden was was. You know, they thought they were gonna he's gonna get fired the week before, right? Uh, and then he goes out and loses a fifth game. 
And and, and oh, I thought just, you said he was going to go out and he, he went and maybe had a cigarette on the corner. Well, well whatever. Hanging out on the well, there was other. There may have been extensions. <laughs> there there have been may have been extenuating extenu, extenuating circumstances, circumstances that, that forced his ouster maybe yes, a maybe little, a week prior yeah. to uh, when they when they normally would do it. But anyway, uh, Jay Gruden's out. Bill Callahan's in. He's with the Raiders. Uh, he was with Nebraska for a number of years. Um, but you got a new coach. They got to go on the road. Football team that's lost all their games. Not sure who the quarterback should sure be. The They're saying Case Keenum. But- Case Keenum, if he's there, Colt McCoy's there, Dwayne Haskins. Yeah. You know, who's that going to be? Um, and, and They do have one constant in well, the backfield, they though. they got Adrian Peterson. Yeah. And, and that's, you know, he's not Adrian Peterson, Adrian Peterson from five or six years ago. But he's still, but he's still able. big, strong, fast, and, and able to get the job done in this this rookie receiver Terry McLaren is playing yeah. really well for him. So th- so they've got they've got some players on that and football I, and team. And I think the 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 strength of that team, you know, if you can say that on a winless team yep. is that front seven on yep. defense. You know, you got Kerrigan on one yep. side, you've got good linebackers, you've got Sweat good interior yeah. So yeah, you got yep. good interior guys. So the the front seven of that of that defense, you know, if the Dolphins offensive line doesn't have a, a good day, yep. could make it a long day. So you're yep. hoping that that offensive line in any combination, you maybe get Jesse Davis back at one of the tackle spots, yep. maybe looking at you know, Webb at the opposite Jesse, however they want to go and, and line up. But, uh, yeah, you, you, they still have enough parts. You know, anytime two winless teams get together, usually it's the team that's going to, you know, not beat themselves yeah. is going to end up victorious. So you're hoping that the Dolphins can control that, at least on their side of the football. And and maybe, you know, if, if it's AP getting the majority of the yeah. carries or if it's Case Keenum at quarterback, you can, you know, Pressure the pocket, hopefully, with some help this week, and and get an errant throw to you know cut the field down for the Dolphin offense. What do you make of Dwayne Haskins? You know, I, I mean, here you had uh, Gruden who would clearly didn't want to play him, and, and then Callahan comes in, and everyone's singing, "Oh, if they fired, That's if, be they the fi- change. if they fired uh, Gruden, mm-hmm. bring they're going to bring in a coach that's going to play Dwayne Haskins." He take waste no time coming in and saying, "No, he's not ready to play." Um, and Dwayne only played one year in college at, at Ohio State. Uh, does it make you wonder about Dwayne Haskins, or is is it the the limited amount of time he played in college at the quarterback spot? Is it just him needing to be a little more seasoned and, and understand more? I don't know. It's kind of crazy, Bo, because for a guy that only played one season at Ohio State, boy, he sure had a stellar year against yeah. pretty good competition. He threw for fifty touchdowns. Yeah. Uh, he came in the preseason, and when he came in, he looked pretty darn good to me. I would, I mean, on an, on a winless team. That you've you've had the experiment of of Case, you've had the experiment of Colt. Uh, I don't know. I I might want to try to get him out there and would, see what well, I've got. I would think so. And and look, the the owner's known to be a guy that you know flexes his muscles up there. And and you've drafted him, played a damn guy. I'm sure that's I'm sure that's what he's. Maybe this is know. a one or two uh, week extension right. of what they've done. Yeah. And. If they're unsuccessful, maybe they, they turn their, turn they, them in. Yeah, you know, give them the reins and say, okay, now it's the rest of your season, just as they the Dolphins did yeah. with Josh Rosen. Maybe a little bit different circumstance, but you give them you give them X amount of games to see what he's got. Yeah, I think the point is when you look at this team, they've got they've got some real players in this team. They, they've got yeah. some guys that can uh, can can make you look bad, and in particular with Adrian Peterson and you know running the the run defense hasn't been the you know the the you know has been the strongest thing for for the Dolphins, although I. I think they're getting better that front seven getting is getting better better and better to every you week. See. You just don't, you know, to me to me if you can keep him between the tackles, uh, you you know, that that's the, the name yeah, of the you game. Don't you, want him you don't getting, want him bouncing outside and getting a little getting a little, a little head of steam on him. Yeah. 
because he can sure still flat out yeah, run. No doubt about it. So anyway, it's uh so it's Redskins and the Dolphins and uh Dolphins at home and then John it's it's funny been it'll be five games, four games at home, uh and from here on uh, the Dolphins are going to be road warriors yes, throughout, throughout the rest of the way. Yes, they are. You know, you go to Buffalo yeah. very soon. You're probably uh, uh, going to visit Pittsburgh, for, Pittsburgh a, after for a Monday that. night game. Yeah. So, yeah, you're right. You, you want to get this one at home because you, you start wearing uh, the lighter jerseys on the yeah. road and the weather's not going to get any warmer uh, the further you go north. Yeah, well, at least go to Buffalo early. Hopefully it's hopefully it's moderate up there, let's just yeah. say. Yeah, you know what? I, it had to be brutal. It seemed like every year the Dolphins Ugh. were either playing New England in the last yeah. game up there or Buffalo yeah. in the yeah. last game up yeah. there. Yeah, last, for the last few years yeah. it seems that way, yeah. You know, it, it's funny because I had my first, you know, including playing and, and starting to broadcast and do all this stuff afterwards for, I think the first 20 years I went to Buffalo, I don't think I ever saw the sun up there. Well. You know, you saw gray and you, know, you, you, you clouds. Could live in, you and, could live in Buffalo. And be, <laughs> never see the sun in that, in that situation. Yeah, we'll, too. we'll worry about Buffalo when we get to That's Buffalo. Right. This week it's the Dolphins and the uh, uh, Washington Redskins. Uh, really, you know, really a good opportunity for the Dolphins it to come is. in. As I said earlier at the beginning of the, the show, I'd like nothing more than to see a, ha- a happy locker room uh, at Hard Rock Stadium and have these guys. For all the work that they've done, and, and look, you, you can you can talk about their shortcomings and this and that, but they've worked as hard as any team that's 4-0, 5-0 right now in this league. they worked as hard as any of those teams, and, and I'd like to see them get a payoff. Well, it sure would be nice. Not only the players, the fans, the, a chance yep, to celebrate absolutely. inside a Hard Rock Stadium, and, and for us to talk about a winning uh, post-game show, that yep, would be great. That'd be great. That's going to do it for the Audible. John, for John Kajemi, I'm Kim Camper. We'll catch you next week. Hopefully we're talking about a win. And remember, the Audible is presented by Sylvester Comprehensive Cancer Center. We'll see you again.